Marcus Sightage. Trying to stop the violence because I'm killing my goals. Here's my story, you're invited. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code. My name is Whitney B, and I am your host. And today, we're going to talk about the one question you should be asking yourself when life hits the fan. Keep it locked. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade. Today is June 4th, 2017. So I hope everyone is having a fantastic day, but I wanted to drop in your SoundCloud feed to talk about a couple of different things. So yesterday I had the pleasure of being an MC for a event in Cincinnati, Ohio called Meeting in the Ladies Room. Now, this was an event that brought women together um, to essentially allow them to let their hair down and be vulnerable. And when I say this event was deep, it was like deep. It was like, I need tissues and, uh, you know, to reevaluate my life type of deep. Um, I didn't realize the intensity that would be uh, brought on by the different speakers, but needless to say, it ultimately allowed me to think and pretty much inspired this episode for today. So really want to give a quick shout out to Miss Regina Poole, uh, who was the event coordinator. She's doing meetings in the lady, ladies room all over. So <laughs> if you're not familiar, get familiar because it's definitely a dynamic event. But essentially, one of the things that I began to think about when I was at the event and I listened to the speakers is, you know, just the type of blame that we put on everything else. When things go wrong in our life, we often ask the question, why, right? We're always asking, why am I so broke? Why can't I get a man? Why can't I get a promotion at work? Why does my car always break down? Why, <laughs> why can't I write this book? You know, there's so many different whys that we ask ourselves. And, you know, and sometimes those whys get shifted into placing blame on other people. But in reality, we have to take responsibility for those things. And sometimes, you know, when life gets tough, I feel like there's another question that we should be asking. More so a better question that we should ask because why you know, it, it makes you think, it makes your head spin. But the real question that we should be asking is how. And there's a difference between why and how. I actually took the time to look up the definitions of both words. So when you're asking why, you're looking for a reason or explanation. Whereas when you're asking how, how is wondering in what way or manner and by what means. So while we spend all this time asking why, you know, we should be asking how. How do we overcome this particular situation? How can we learn from this particular situation? How can we leverage this particular situation in our life? You know, when you start to shift the questions in your mind, your life will shift a lot easier. Um, you know, I've had a lot of situations uh, that have happened in my personal life where I've always wondered why, you know, why did I have to be in a certain predicament? And by asking why, I stayed in that why state of mind for a very long time. And, you know, when you continue to ask why, you stop yourself from growing from a particular situation. You stay stuck in the past and it doesn't allow you to move forward. Now, one of the things that, you know, I notice, you know, everybody is on this kick of being ambitious, which is fabulous. Like, you know, I love seeing 
you know, women become dynamic, you know, have their own goals and aspirations and want to go far in life. And, you know, there's so many different resources now to support that. You know, I see a ton of resources for people who want to become girl bosses, for people who want to get on a, a higher career track to climb the corporate ladder. But one of the things that we have to realize is ultimately we cannot build brands that are 100% until we are 100%. And I'll say that again, you cannot build a brand and expect your brand to be popping if you aren't holistically looking at your life. And what I mean is you have to be in a place of awareness. So what that means is, you know, understanding your strengths, knowing what you need to work on and believing that you're worthy of whatever it is that you desire. And those things won't come into place until you acknowledge things that have happened to you in the past, you know, sometimes, you know, some of us, not all of us, but some of us have come from really dark places. Some of us may be currently be in a dark place at this moment, but, um, being in that state of being in the dark will not allow you to move forward. I had a girlfriend the other day, actually, um, she's doing an amazing job with her brand. Um, she's told me like, you know, wit, I'm ready to get focused. You know, I'm tired of being broke. You know, like, I don't understand why, but I'm getting my life together. So, you know, she's been working out, you know, working on her weight. She's been, you know, really focused on her brand, like really like kind of locking herself in the room or in the lab, as I like to call it. And, you know, just getting it in, just making sure that she's being responsible and doing everything that she needs to do to take her brand to the next level. But, you know, we talked and, you know, she broke down to me and, you know, she had had this moment where, you know, she had fear and doubt. She felt like, you know, in the midst of everything that she was doing, she still had things from her past that she just could not let go of. And as a result, you know, she started to sabotage herself. You know, she started to think, you know, maybe I can't do this. Maybe I'm I'm not worthy of the stuff that I'm supposed to have. Maybe this isn't for me. And we had to have a serious conversation because I'm like, girl, like you can't continue to sabotage yourself and you can't allow doubt to take away everything that you've been working for. So you want to make sure that you're not falling into that, um, that moment of imposter syndrome, which is, you know, thinking that you're not good enough or that you're not allowed to have it. But again, it, it stems back to acknowledging the things that have happened to you and understanding that you're bigger than your past. You are not a prisoner to your past. And, you know, you need to acknowledge that, you know, whatever it is that happens, happened. And, you know, I'm not going to say forget and forgive, but sometimes that's the best thing that you have to do. So again, um, want to make sure that in order for you to build a brand, you have to be 100%. So looking at everything, looking at mind, body, and soul, making sure that, you know, you're addressing areas of your life that needs to be addressed. So, um, Again, this is this is something that I think is most important because, again, we have all these different platforms. And um, I, I, I mean, even myself, like, you know, I'll use myself as an example. Like, you know, I'll invest in myself all day, every day. You know, I'll buy a course. I'll, you know, work with a consultant, a coach, whatever to get what I need. But, you know, in order for me to really move forward, there were some things in my life that I needed to address before I tried to just start doing everything else. Because, you know, you don't want to make your investments. Um, you don't want to make an investment and then not get a return on your investment. 
So you want to make sure that you're completely 100% in it to win it and that you completely get anything out of your closet before you try to move forward. So, you know, keep that in mind. And, you know, just remember that, you know, it's really hard to be successful if you're still clinging on to something that um, that that doesn't serve you well. So another point I wanted to bring up to you guys is um, realizing that purpose is not is not one dimensional. So the reason I say this, so um, as I said, I emceed an event last night and there was a woman who was a five times bestselling author. Her name is Cheryl Palute Williamson. And she said that your purpose is where you are right now. And when she said that, I just thought it was so profound because we hear so many conversations about finding your purpose, uh, trying to figure out, you know, what it is that you're good at. What is it that you like to do? What is, what is it that you were meant to be on this earth for? And when she said that, it made you it made me think like, you know, really right now, whether you believe it or not, you are operating in your purpose. You are operating in a moment that was intentionally set in your life for you to get to a particular destination. Now, we get kind of caught up in life. We think that, you know, when things hit the fan, you know, we think that these dark times are forever, but they are not. Nothing is forever. And you have to remember that within any type of turmoil or chaos, the moments that we have right now are propelling you to go above and beyond. So, you know, I, you know, like when when things happen for me, I, I try to expect the unexpected at this point in life. You know, I know everything in life now is not just like uh, sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> you know, it, I know it's not going to be that way all the time. And I think the faster that we realize that life is naturally going to have challenges and obstacles, the better we are when it's time to um, come against those things. So you have to understand that ultimately whatever it is that you're going through right now is a part of the bigger picture. So don't, so don't doubt these moments. Don't question them. Don't ask why, but keep making sure that you're asking how, you know, keep asking, how do you get through this? You know, if you're a person of faith, you know, ask God, you know, how he can help you to get through. But essentially, um, you know, don't, don't bank on just one thing being your purpose. You know, your purpose is, um, your purpose is not restricted to one thing. And I thought that was very interesting. And it was something that was very inspiring to me. And it also made me think about a um, something that I read in a book. I don't know if you guys have ever read this book. It's called The Law of Attraction Made Easy by Mira Lester. So there's a section in the book. It's like page 42 or something if you have the actual print book. And she talks about detaching yourself from outcomes. And I think that is so important because oftentimes we set a goal for ourselves, And if the outcome is not exactly what it looks like, it's not exactly what we anticipated it looking like, then we consider ourselves to be a failure or we, you know, ultimately deem ourselves as some someone who didn't do it right or didn't get it right. But, you know, she gave a perfect example in, in the book. You know, if you said that, you know, my goal was to get a car. And let's say that, you know, your the car that you wanted was a Ferrari, but instead you got a Chevy Cruze, right? <laughs> so, you know, a car is a car, you know, that is the ultimate goal. So, you know, even though it may not have been the car that you actually want, you still have four wheels to get to point A to point B and that, and that's what matters. So, you know, sometimes you can't question 
you know, how you got to a certain place or why, um, why certain things showed up in certain types of packages. The only thing that matters is, is that it's there. So keep that in mind as well. So, you know, really evaluate how you look at your outcomes, because if you're married to certain outcomes, you will always feel like a failure. So keep that into consideration. And then, of course, finally, um, I have one more point for you all. And ultimately, what it is, is you are responsible for what you attract in your life. So you have to start taking responsibility. Your words are powerful, but your actions are even more powerful. So, you know, as I talked to you all earlier about my friend, if you are experiencing any type of self-sabotaging behavior, stop it. You know, stop self-limiting thoughts, self-limiting thoughts and behaviors. So, you know, that starts with little actions. One of the things that I, I started to do, um, you know, anytime that I felt negative or I felt like I was comparing myself to other people, like I immediately started to um, look at my social media. You know, the average person spends about... Um, they check their phones about 14 times a day to look at social media. Crazy, right? I'm probably one of them. I'm probably double that, just to be honest with you, only because I do business on social media and that's how I like to keep connections. But um, I noticed that my mood would change when I would see like negative things. You know, I would see negative things on my timelines and feeds. And it wasn't because of what people were posting. It's, it's what I subscribe to. You know, when you friend someone or if you like a page or, um, you know, if you're following something, you know, you're subscribing to the madness. So, you know, I did that, you know, so I limited what I wanted to see in my Facebook feeds. You know, I, I sometimes I um, I meet people and I always give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, like um, I, I definitely always try to be friendly and candid and, you know, definitely always try to make friendships with other people. But sometimes, you know, you can't let everyone into your life. So you have to limit your circles. You know, you have to do certain things. I even had a conversation with my father recently. Um, my dad, love my dad to death. Greatest guy ever. Um, my dad was just like, Whitney, you know, you never, you know, you, you're so busy. You never call me or when I call you, I don't always get to you. And, you know, and I had to have a really uh, important conversation with my dad and my dad. Um, and I, he's, he's the type of person where, you know, he, he comes from a family that, holds on to things they hold on to grudges things that have happened in the past and it's very hard to let go and so things have that things have happened in my father's past that it has been very hard for him to let go and you know I'm you know the child that he loves to talk to we talk all the time we've been like that you know forever ever since I was a little girl we've always had open conversation and you know he's always been just a little negative so, you know, I told my dad, you know, very candidly, like, hey, dad, I love you. I love our conversations. But, you know, you have to realize that the energy and the things that you put out, you exerted on me. It um, frustrates me sometimes. You know, sometimes it puts me in a different place. It, it doesn't allow me to get things done the way that I want to. And, you know, and in order for me to, you know, really have healthy and good conversations with you, you know, like I need us to move in a different direction. You know, and I think it was a, a wake up call for him because he never realized how his words could essentially project onto someone else and, you know, kind of give them the same type of energy that he was feeling. So, you know, it was a very, a very important conversation. But, you know, it gave him a, a perspective of, you know, I'm not going to allow negative energy in my life, you know, family or not. <laughs> and, you know, and I know that's very harsh for some people. You know, some people might believe that. But. You have to protect your energy and protect yourself because when you don't protect your energy, you subject yourself to 
you know, to feeling a certain way or to, you know, getting in those positions to where you feel hopeless and helpless. And, you know, that's just something that I, I can't do for myself. And I hope that's not something that you allow yourself to accept in your life. So ultimately, um, I say all this to say this, you know, if you have been going through something in your life, um, anything that's deep, dark that you haven't addressed, you know, take the time to look at it now because broken people can never fully operate at 100%. And the best way to do that is just by identifying where you're struggling in life and just be real with yourself, you know, cause you have to be real with yourself to truly define, redefine and execute any type of intention that makes sense for you. So in other words, stop asking yourself why all the time. Stop questioning why and do something about it. Don't always just ask why. Start asking how. Because I'm telling you, when you start to think about those questions, you'll find a shift. There will be so much of a shift in your life and you'll appreciate it. You'll appreciate um, looking for solutions rather than questioning, you know, certain things. Because when you question things and you it's, it's almost essentially as if you if you're questioning something, you're staying in a certain place, you're staying stagnant because you're so stuck on the why you're not wondering how to get out. So don't be stagnant and ask how so you can make progress to move forward and become, of course, the best version of yourself. So thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Pink Lemonade. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud and connect with me at SBG Code on Instagram and Twitter. Once again, my name is Whitney B and I am your host and I will see you all next time.